What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. I promised Kelly I would not throw lemons at him when he took away my rundown or something along those lines. <laughs> I promised Kelly I wouldn't do that. You saw that on Sunday night, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was I was getting shows together, and I looked up at one of my TVs that I had on mute, and I'm like, my first reaction was, man, these XFL games have just been broadcasted everywhere this weekend. Like, <laughs> Which is true. I'm like, hey, wait, there's Stormy. I'm like, she's got a show to do in like nine hours. How's this going to work? Yeah, well, I, I'm just curious because – what we're talking about is the D.C. Defenders crowd, which, by the way, good on the D.C. Defenders crowd in the XFL, Kelly, acting in the same crazy manner as they did pre-pandemic in 2020, bringing the beer yep. snake out again. Security, for some reason, confiscated uh, or uh, uh, took away the uh, the beer snake. As confiscated is apparently too hard of a word for me to say this early <laughs> in the morning. Um, um, and... In protest, they threw lemons, which begs the question: A, one, where did they get the lemons? Okay, yeah. B, saw- why are they bringing the lemons into the? If they're just bringing them in our own, what? Why? And three, why was the beer snake confiscated? Oh, there, there it is. We go. There we See, go. I obviously Stormy brought Stormy brought yeah, this up yesterday yeah, at Final we, Countdown. We were, I was able to there talk lemons. to her. I was able to talk to her quickly as we were changing over. She was saying that they were in cocktails, like we're seeing oh, right there. You there. Go. But. 
Even, even, I guess even she was surprised at how large the lemons were. It was like half a lemon. Oh, it looked like a whole lemon in there. Yeah. <laughs> Which begs the question. Well, that's why. I didn't know you were going to start with this. Otherwise, I, I would have, uh, you know, we would have uh, booked Stormy for the show or something like this. You know, you know. Reaction. You, this is the kind of, hey, look. If the XFL, for people that remember, I may have been doing a lot of AAF betting a few years ago. Before the league just folded I, in exactly, the middle of the night. I've got no interest in trying to get into these, all like, like DOA leagues already. Like they're, they're, I don't know how long are these things going to last? I've got no interest in really betting it, but I'm here to watch it. And the only time I chose to turn the volume up over the weekend to listen to something about an XFL game, Jeff, was when Stormy was doing hard hitting reporting on the the beer snake. I'm like, this is what I'm here for. This is like, I'm here for this. You know, the other thing too, like this weekend and, and a lot of my friends from college are in media in St. Louis and are covering the battle Hawks, like an NFL team, Kelly. Oh God. And the one thing did happen on Sunday that we actually can talk about a little bit later in the show where the Battle Hawks were down by, uh, were down by, I think it was ele- uh, down by twelve late in the game. Kelly, they get a touchdown, they go for three, they cut it to three, and then instead of remember, there's no onside, there's no onside kicks in the XFL now. It's a fourth and fifteen from your own twenty, right? And they converted and went down and scored a touchdown off of it, which begs the question: well, At some point in our not in our lifetime, because it will ha- probably happen in our lifetime. But in sometime in the next ten years, will we see that type of thing in the NFL? See, here, here's here's what here's what I love. I, lo- I love that you brought that up because I've heard a couple people bring this up. It's been tweeted about yeah. about a bunch, right? Just a week ago, we were all sitting here complaining about the rules in the NFL and the officiating, and we want to add more rules yes. for those guys to try there, to there officiate. We go. Well, they're what gonna... the hell are we talking about? <laughs> they're going to do it anyway. You, well, remember, they're going to get rid of the, uh, the, uh, the, the butt push, apparently, this offseason. That's been floating around this week. The, uh, the play the Eagles perfected in, in route to a Super Bowl appearance, but... Look, I, I Dude, look. That, that's like that's I don't that's know. stupid. It's stupid. It's ridiculous it's stupid to that me. They would I kind of, of understand it though, but man, you haven't even you haven't even seen a team yet fully take advantage of that, Jeff. You well, know, the I mean? Eagles, like, the Eagles kind of did though. I mean, they did, but like you don't think the Saints are sitting there and be like being like, we finally figured out a way to use Taysom Hill if every she- single <laughs> down. Like, we need three good interior offensive linemen, two guys behind him, and push. Pick up four yards every down. That's an offense. If Sean Nobody, pa- everybody's going to hate it. If Sean Payton were still in New Orleans, I would say yes. I don't trust yeah. that coaching staff to do no, that. No, I agree. Is, uh, it, where's the bell? Oh, the belldozers in Kansas City. So that doesn't really even work anymore. See, if you had a Blake Bell mention in the first five minutes of the show, congratulations. Cash. You cash a big ticket there. Uh, but we do have a great show that uh, I completely hijacked for the first five minutes there on XFL well, really content. really distracted me. Really got uh, me heated up. Oh, it's good. I, look, heated up Kelly Bidlin is good. Matt Cox is going to be with us in 10 minutes. Ian Eagle, who, of course, we know and love, the, to me, the best play-by-play guy in the business at this point in any sport, uh, 10.30 Eastern, Paul Carr. Champions League begins again today. Uh, second wave of first legs at around the 16. And then we have a producer reunion at 11.30 Eastern. Danny Burke, or better known as Dan Burke, yeah. on this program. Uh, in studio, because uh, we, he's actually out here, shockingly enough. He's but, staying here, you say. Staying right? here. Yeah, he's here. He's upstairs. He's probably asleep. Still. I'm so excited. I haven't seen Danny in forever.
Ever since we traded him to Chicago for a pick to be named later in cash considerations. Did we ever get the cash cash considerations back? I haven't seen anything. I know. I I didn't see anything. I mean, I got a new printer last week, so maybe that's (laughs) Maybe that was it. The printer. Two years later, the printer's finally here. Uh, Going into what we saw last night, Kelly, college hoops. Uh, we did give out a winner on the program yesterday. Yeah, you did. The Mustangs, a Cal Poly cover with ease, and quite frankly should have won the game outright, Kelly. Did you have a money line bet no, on that? No, 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 no. I meant no. to text you that last night. No, I did not. I, 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 didn't, I did not. Oh, I was just happy. I was like, hey, look, you're up by one at the under eight timeout. Just find a way not to blow the cover, and they did not. They, they have the decency to lose in regulation, Kelly. Wait, what was this number when you bet it? I bet 11 and a half, so it did go down. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and I did take another piece of 11 also because I thought the number was off. But uh, Cal Poly gets it done, 59-56. You see Irvine wins, but Cal Poly gets the money. And then the biggest result of the night in college hoops last night, Kelly, everyone was on TCU except for our guy Sean McCollum in the corner here who was on Kansas last night. And you don't fade Sean McCollum. Well, again, the rule of thumb with this, and we've talked about this on Live Bet Saturday in the past, Kelly. When Sean McCollum and I are on the same side, even though I did take a piece of Kansas in-game last night. So. 65% of the time it works every time? Oh, no. It, it. I think this might be the third time in, like, 40 tries he and I have won the same bet. We're oh, really, oh, so it never happens. It never <laughs> works when we're on the same side. <laughs> but last night, a really, really good win for Kansas in a bad spot for them on the road against TCU with Mike Miles back. And in a game where Jalen Wilson was in foul trouble and really did not do much of anything offensively, his second lowest output of the year with only seven points, the Kansas Jayhawks go on the road, beat TCU by five, win it outright as a plus-145 dog behind us. It was as high as plus-160 uh, in the market. Circa had that about five minutes before tip, and I was stunned that it was as high as that. But, Kelly, I... I the Mizzou grad in me does not love this. The Kansas futures backer in me loves this because at this point now, Kelly, Kansas, it is February 21st now, 20th yesterday. Kansas has 14 quad one wins. 14. They have 23 wins on the year. So 14 of the 23 wins are of the highest quality you can get in college basketball. The next closest is Purdue with eight. After that, no one else is more than six. It wouldn't be someone else from the Big 12? No, apparently not. Apparently not. Well, because remember, all the the teams from the Big 12 are beating each other. Right, yeah. So I I would imagine that Baylor or Texas will end up hopping them. But look, Kansas right now, 23-5. and I think they're on their way to get the number one overall seed, Kelly. If they win out the regular season and win the Big 12 tournament, they're getting the number one overall seed. And I will say this real quick, Kelly. As you know, all this is based off geography when they're making making the the seedings and where everyone goes. Kelly, do you know where the Midwest region is this year? Missouri. It's in Kansas City, which is Missouri, so very good. Nailed it. Very good. It's Kansas City. It's about a 35, 40-minute drive from campus – and Lawrence, I just took KC. I figured you'd, you're a Missouri guy, though. That was it was a safe bet. No, well, I'm happy you know Kansas City's in Missouri, not Kansas City. Oh, I, I've had K- a couple there, good drinking nights in Kansas. There City. is a Kansas City, Kansas that's not the same as Kansas City, Ooh, Missouri, no, which is where all the good all. stuff is. Uh, but Kansas has West Virginia and Texas Tech the next two games at home. They're going to win that. If they go on the road to Austin, beat Texas, and then again win the Big Twelve tournament, 
If Alabama loses once, they should be the number one overall seed. And having them through whatever they – I think that's a T-Mobile center now in KC. It's a whole different ballgame. Kansas 11-1 still at DraftKings to win it all. Alabama, Houston, Purdue still shorter. I don't know how Purdue is still shorter, Kelly, because I know that they took a lot of money early. They were the betting favorite for a time being. Purdue's not trustworthy in the NCAA tournament. Their guards aren't good enough. They're just not. And then the other two teams, Alabama's great defensively. When they're making threes, no one is beating them. But when you're so reliant on the three ball, that's a little bit scary. And in Houston, I think Kansas matches up pretty well with Houston. The only thing that could get Kansas in a whole bullet of trouble would be if they get foul trouble up front against that great offensive rebounding team of the Cougars. Yeah, this, uh, this time of the year, the one nice thing about the NBA All-Star break is I get to catch up on a lot of college yes. basketball. I will say, this Mike Miles Jr. guy, whoo, he might not have had a good day, game last night, but that kid can play. Oh, Mike Miles Jr., I, the difference between TCU with Mike Miles and without Mike Miles, TCU without Mike Miles, all right, maybe they win a game in a tournament, but probably going out in round one, even if they're a six to a good 11 seed, they probably would lose. Mike Miles healthy? Who, if TCU is on the six line and you're a three seed, you are very angry that you get them in a round of 32. I looked up from my computer, saw him pull a nasty crossover and hit a jumper over someone. I was like, oh, this kid can play. Okay, I'm, I'm in on this. And, we, and then, we, look, TCU is, I, I, they're 30 to one to win it all. I don't know if they're good enough to win six straight games because you have to be able to make threes consistently in the NCAA tournament to have a shot, and TCU just cannot shoot the three ball well. But that team is great in transition. They're the best fast-break team in the country. They're averaging 20 a game on fast-break. They're really good defensively. And Jamie Dixon is as underrated of a coach as there's been in college basketball in the last 15 years. Yeah, Maul kind of brought that up yesterday, too. He said, watch out for them. They could be a little sneaky. They, they, they're dangerous. With the right draw, they could get to Houston very easily. Hey, you know who may have an opinion on this? Matt Cox. I bet he does. Of three-man weave. We're going to get his opinion on what we saw last night and some picks for tonight. That's next Not a numbers game. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It's time to bet. download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older or physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. As uh, Twitter has correctly pointed out, Kelly, I should not be besmirching Kansas City, Kansas against Kansas City, uh, Missouri anymore because there's one, there, there are a few big advantages and one that's very particular to us, sports betting, legal in Kansas, Ooh. not legal in Missouri. Yes. Big Good difference. Call. Good call. Big difference, which Missouri legislature, for once, please do something. Get it done already. Now with us, our guy Matt Cox is going to join us right now. Of course, if he's one of the three weavers at Three Man Weave. 
Uh, Matt, uh, the pleasure is always to have you on. Uh, how are you doing today? Pleasure is all mine, sir. Um, no, I know many a friend back in the Missouri proper who are outraged by the continuing feet dragging of the legislator to get the legalized. So uh, I feel your pain, but I'm in Illinois and I am up for business. So. Yeah, the, the only the only the only thing in Illinois you guys don't have is you can't uh, can't bet on the Illini or, or the, the all of a sudden yeah. good Northwestern Wildcats. Yeah, uh, that that's the only thing Illinois didn't get right. But other than that. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, uh, uh, Matt. See, I, I almost called you Kai because you, you Kai, Matt, uh, Jim. Disrespectful. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I get to get too that personally. You know, Matt, it's going to be two minutes in the penalty box during the break for me. Kelly, get good. the penalty box set up in the corner, Matt. Uh, but, but let's just go back to last night before we get to tonight and just looking at some macro stuff. That was really a heavy duty win by Kansas last night. They didn't have their best stuff. They're foul trouble in the first half. Jalen Wilson yep. did not play well. I, look, Matt, they're they're not as they're not as good as they were last year, talent wise. But there's something about this team that makes it feel like, all right, especially if they get up to the one seed in Kansas City, they could very easily do this for a second consecutive season. No question. I, you know, you're you're right. They're not as good as last year, but are they as good relative to the field? And I think that's a question where you could argue that maybe it's actually. They find that they find themselves in a similar boat to last season in terms of they're probably maybe not in that small handful of teams that you think are bonafide title contenders. But I think this year, I mean, who is that list, right? That list extends to maybe Houston at this point, although you can certainly poke holes in them. Um, Alabama feels closer and closer like a juggernaut every day. We watch them go along, but I mean, they got boat raced by Oklahoma. So, you know, there's just not a ton of great candidates. So I think this Kansas team, while they're more flawed than last year, I think with Bill Self at the helm, um, his adaptations game to game, week to week, managing this kind of old and young blend. I mean, I think he's really got this thing in a good, you know, this team in a good shape to make another deep run in March. I really do. Matt, do you trust Purdue at all? Uh, that's my, that's my answer. Next question. No, <laughs> I, the, the guards have where my concerns have been and not that they're not really solid and, you know, reliable, and I think they've meshed into Painter's offense so perfectly, and Painter's so good, I think, constructing his teams year to year, usually. Although last year, you could argue there was some mismanagement of uh, you know how he used his big. But this year, I think he gets an A+. Those guards just don't have that like game-breaking, I-can-get-you-a-bucket-late-in-the-shot-clock dynamism that I like when you're trying to bet on a horse to go deep in March. Um, and Edie is dominant as he's been. I think he's been proven to be vulnerable, right? I mean, they've been beating the Big Ten like, you know, a few times, schematic adjustments by opposing coaches um they're not invincible so i you know i think they're a top five team yes but again they're in that blemished uh title contender group matt uh just just looking down the board here futures wise before we uh get into today's slate and, and it is a good tuesday slate at that creighton's still sitting at 30 to 1 tcu still sitting at 30 to 1 yeah. uh, those are the two teams down the board that still stand out to me is all right you can take a shot at them, and you may have a very good ticket yep. when the bracket is revealed. Is there anyone else down the board that you would look at right now? No, I think it's a pretty sharp market. You're right. There's three I had written down. You just hit two of them, Creighton, TCU. Uh, San Diego State is the third I keep uh, harping on. I think they're 100 to 1 in some spots, but uh, it's a team that's been quietly ho-humming through the Mountain West. They've actually had some games that ended up closer than I think the true margin indicated. I mean, they had Utah State blown out at their building. That's a really impressive win. I mean, look at how good New Mexico has been. Look how good Boise's been. That, that's a really good conference this year, and they've quietly been the clear-cut favorite. Their defense 
is trending toward full-on elite status, which has always been the bedrock of that team. This year, they actually have some guards who can go and transition. Um, they got some shot makers. They're deep. They're old. I just think it's a well-rounded, complete team that's just super undervalued at where they're being priced right now. Right now, uh, San Diego State, yeah, 100-1 to 1 seems to be the peak of the market that is out there. A few places have that. Uh, the last time we saw San Diego State play, by the way, they play Colorado State tonight, uh, big yeah. favorite at home. Last time we saw the Aztecs play, they uh, played the best basketball game of the season, the 45-43 uh, fiasco, <laughs> even though they won in, uh, at Save Mart in Fresno. Uh, yeah. But, uh, they, you, Matt, their defense, like you said, uh, especially since conference play has gotten going, they, they, they've been elite defensively. So you yep. at least got to give them a shot. Uh, uh, I'd like one more score than Matt Bradley, but 100 to 1 is 100 to 1. Right. And my, here's how you look at San Diego State. Unlike a team like Tennessee – or, you know, a team like Iowa State, those are all three defensive oriented, offensively challenged at times type of, you know, upper end, upper echelon squads. I just think San Diego State actually has a higher gear than those other two. I think they have the potential, you know, through a two, three, four game stretch to get hot. Bradley can be a tough shot maker. Butler and Darian Trammell can both be takeover guys at spots. It's not been consistent, right? It's where they're, it's why they're sitting, I think, just out the, outside the top uh, 50 and overall offense. But again, I think they have that, that top gear that you're looking for is potentially a good value bet. Matt Cox with us right now. One of the three over a three man leave him, Kai, Jim, always doing a tremendous job, Matt, you guys, uh, you and Kai were on uh, Sirius XM last night doing field to we 68 were. radio. So yeah, uh, late night, late yeah, night, late night, make sure to check that out. Whenever uh, the, uh, the weavers are on there, uh, Matt, uh, just going to tonight. And I just want to start with what seems to be gambling Twitter's favorite topic of late of the unranked team at home playing the ranked team no. and being favored. We have two of those tonight. Votek is favored at home against Miami by two or two and a half, depending on where. And Michigan no. State is favored by three against Indiana tonight in East Lansing. Uh, I want to start with that ACC game. I really don't care what the trend is. You're giving me Miami, who I think is one yep. of the more underrated teams in the country. <laughs> Their metrics get sunk because they're bad defensively. But yep. when you have guards like Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack going against another team that can't defend on the perimeter in Vatek, I know the trend. I don't care. I like Miami in this game. Yeah, I do too. No, I'm with you. Um, I like the over actually more than, <clears throat> than either of the side. Excuse me. It's a big number, but I think – um, Virginia Tech's been willing to play a little faster than I think they're, you're used to seeing under Mike Young. I'm with you. I like the Canes here. Uh, I actually, I'm going against the uh, trend in all three of these matchups tonight. I like the dogs, so I'm sure I'll be 0-3 and um, continue to be laughed at by the system, which is apparently a juggernaut right now. Apparently it is. Right now hitting it over 60% this year, as, as wild yeah. as that is. I have no play on the Michigan State-Indiana game tonight. I just I can't get a feel for that one. And and Kai, as we talked about earlier, I don't trust Purdue. I, I just think the Big Ten is just a whole heap of mediocrity this year. I mean, you could argue, and I'm sorry, the same dynamic kind of applies in the Big 12, better conference, right? Not saying that. What I'm saying is the, uh, you know, Kansas at home as a favorite has not been a great bet this season, right? right. I, these teams, all these teams are very clustered together, and I think they're all super competitive that you just don't have – uh, and I think what you're getting at is like when you're seeing Purdue lay in some of these big numbers, I, I don't think it's justified. I, I'm with you. I think a lot of the, even the, 
maybe Minnesota's an exception, maybe Nebraska, but even those teams have been competitive recently where I wouldn't be afraid to lay points. I'm sorry, take points against Purdue as a large favorite. All right, Matt, we got about a minute to go. There are a lot of good ranked games. There's always a lot of good games down the card as well. What are you looking at tonight? Uh, the one I'm going to probably not take officially, but I'm uh, going to give a half-hearted endorsement um, to tight card tonight. So nothing, a lot, or not a lot of volume for mm-hmm. me. Uh, Creighton at five was a pretty good bet for me. Uh, it's up to five and a half. So I missed the number. I'm waiting for it to maybe fall back down to five. Hopefully people will batch, will back the Shaka as a dog trend, which has been basically printing money um, since he's been in coaching hoops. I still think this Creighton team, um, better matchup, better team at home playing like a top 10 fringe top five team with Kalk Brenner back in there. Wasn't in there the first matchup. I think they get revenge here at home against a Marquette team who is quietly hitting their plateau. Uh, I believe they've 0-3, 0-4 the last four against the spread. So I think it's a little bit of a, a slight sell high on Marquette. He's Matt Cox. Again, one of the three on Three Man Weave on the tweets at Matty underscore Cox. Matt, a pleasure as always. Enjoy the slate. And, hey, we're we're getting ever so closer, a little under a month to the NCAA tournament now. Hey, enjoy Ian Eagle. I'm the uh, undercard on today's show. Hey, uh, you're you're, you're, you're the appetizer for Ian. We got got our guy Ian Eagle coming up next, of course, of CBS Sports, Turner Sports, Yes Network. I think I got everything, Kelly, right? Yeah, I got everything for Ian. Uh, Nets, NBA, college hoops with Ian Eagle next. numbers game on vsin the sports betting network if you're looking for a betting edge on the nhl nba or college hoops the vsin experts have you covered become a vsin pro subscriber today with an introductory offer of just nine dollars and 99 cents vsin pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by vsin show hosts and guests tools like our betting splits deep dive betting reports vsin betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets best bets and daily props don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. Happy to be with you here on a Tuesday morning. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander on a numbers game. Kelly Bidlin is here with us as well. And now joining the program, a man who has changed the meaning of the word wedgie from a punishment in the park to America's favorite basketball term. He calls games for CBS. Turner Sports, yes, now work for the Brooklyn Nets. It's uh, Ian Eagle. Ian, pleasure to have you on today. Yeah, put it on the tombstone, Jeff. <laughs> Creator of Wedgie for basketball use only. Thank you so much. Jeff, let me just say this before we get started. I don't know if people can even visualize you as a teenager, but I knew you as a teenager. I don't know if people are aware of this, but you had a dream to be a sportscaster one day, to do this for a living. And I don't know, you must have been 16, 17 years old. You show up at a sportscaster camp full of uh, vigor and energy and passion and opinions. And somehow, somehow our paths cross, and I feel like I helped molded you into the person you are today. So that's my fault. <laughs> You're not the only one who says it's uh, your fault, Ian, but I, I appreciate it. And, and I, and I've, I said this to our, uh, to Kelly, our, our producer here for the show, uh, that week that I spent at uh, Montclair State University with you and Bruce Beck, that was the week I realized, you know what, you can do this. 
you can do this. And then now, uh, now here I am. Now here I am actually putting putting full sentences together for everybody uh, to listen. So, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You listen to me and Bruce for a week. You're like, if these two bozos can make a movie of this, I've got a shot. Hey, look, uh, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm here, I'm here, so I won't be fine. So, uh, 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 good shape. Uh, it's great to have you on, Ian. Uh, I, I just want to start, uh, start with the Nets. Uh, by the way, this morning, uh, Kelly uh, putting this in, uh, in our notes. Uh, Jack Vaughn got extended earlier this morning. So, uh, good on, on, on Jack, who's uh, really just navigated what has been Ian. A season that I don't think anyone could have envisioned uh, what, what has happened with the Nets, obviously, uh, trading Kyrie, trading KD. Uh, just uh, you're, you're there calling their games. Just what is the sense of what that team is now post-KD and Kyrie? Well, first of all, good for Kelly for staying on top of the news. This yes. was early morning breaking news in the NBA that Jock Vaughn has been extended beyond the 23-24 season. No specific details about the deal, but just a multi-year deal to remain the head coach. He already had the interim term lifted earlier this season when he took over for Steve Nash. He's done fantastic work. He stabilized the team when they needed it, even with the big-name stars. KD, Kyrie, he got the vote to buy in. The team went 18-2 and over a 20-game stretch. You have to remind yourself, that happened this season. This team at least at that point, felt like a legitimate NBA championship contender. Where did it all go wrong? Well, no extension for Kyrie. And ultimately, that's what led to where we are today. He wanted four years, $198 million, and that's we're not going to pay that. I think they were willing to pay guaranteed money two years, maybe even a third year. Fourth year, they wanted some incentives in there to keep him motivated and keep him on board. And Kyrie and his camp uh, didn't like it and demanded a trade. The Nets realized that they were at a complete impasse. There was a point of no return. They deal him to Dallas. And then, uh, obviously, the dominoes fell with Kevin Durant wanting out. And the Nets decided to take the plunge and redo this roster. You asked me the question, what are they? They're fun. It's a fun team. Is it a championship squad? It's not. Will it be competitive? Will it be entertaining? Will they fight and battle? I think they will. And I think with Jock Vaughn as their head coach, there is already a, a sense of chemistry and cohesion developing that he is trying to figure out how to best use these guys, how to create a rotation that works, that can lead this team into the postseason and maybe even surprise some people along the way. I mean, along those lines, just looking at the Easter Conference as we're in the All-Star break, Boston with a half-game lead over Milwaukee. We may not see Giannis for yep. a little bit with the sprained ligaments in his wrist. Uh, Sixers three games behind Boston and Cleveland in that four spot. Uh, just looking at, at, at that Easter Conference, who do you think could be the dark horse that could maybe even upset a Boston in a round two? Well, is it, it has to be Cleveland, right? I think it is Cleveland. Obviously, we didn't like the way that they ended the first half, unofficial first half of the season, getting just pummeled the way that they did prior to the All-Star break. But I think they've got the makings of something with the young talent and the mix that they put together. And they're going to be the model that teams follow in how to do this, how to rebuild it, and how to do it the right way, drafting smart, key free agent signings, and then uh, the big trade when it's available and willing to take a chance and a risk to go for it. And that's what the Cavaliers have done. I respect how they've decided to 
to redo their roster and change the culture within that organization, and they've done it. Are they ready to take that next step? I mean, it's a big jump in the NBA from being in the play-in to being a conference finalist or an NBA finalist. So there are a couple of steps in there that normally you have to go through as a team, and the question is whether or not they can really battle with the heavyweights, Boston and Milwaukee. Philadelphia, I think most people are, are just curious how it's all going to play out come playoff time. If they face adversity, can Embiid and Harden and Doc Rivers keep that group together and fight through it and find a way to, to be the last team standing? The general sense is they can't, that there's just you know, a little too much mystery there. Harden's contract for next year, is he going elsewhere? Rumors about Houston, that he wants to get back there and be a part of the rebuild and, and try to bring that back to life. Obviously, his main goal, win a championship, complete his resume, and cement his legacy. But it's easier said than done, and with James... You're just never quite sure. Obviously, the Nets experienced that firsthand last year where he just checked out. He completely checked out. He wanted no part of the team. He was unhappy with the direction. Uh, certainly did everything in his power to get traded, and the Nets eventually decided that it was a completely untenable situation. So uh, just going back to the Nets, they already went through this with one star, and then they went through it again with two stars. Ian Eagle with us right now here on a numbers game. Of course, you hear Ian on College Hoops on CBS, the NBA on TNT, uh, Yes Network for the Nets, and of course the NFL season on CBS and Westwood One on the radio. Ian, uh, we have about two minutes left here, and I, I just want to look uh, at the Western Conference now. With obviously Durant moving over, uh, the Nuggets have been to me the best team in the yeah. NBA so far this year. I, for for looking at it from Denver's perspective real quick, you finally had this breakthrough team. Jokic is on his way to win his third third MVP. And then all of a sudden, the one team that, with getting Durant and Phoenix, they turn into the biggest threat here. They're the betting favorites now, Phoenix. If you're Denver, yep. you want to see them as early as possible in the postseason, correct? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know with Denver. I, I just think they are who they are, and they can't get caught up in what Phoenix has done here. You, you have to believe in the group that you have. Of course, the Suns now have a lot of the glitz and glamour that you look for, and the question is whether or not it can all work together and that KD can stay healthy and the Suns have the right mix. It's been a strange season, really strange season, in Phoenix, but I got to tell you, I've had them a few times this year on TNT. Meeting with Monty Williams, he is a serious guy who can absolutely uh, tell you what he believes and why he believes it. And I can see how he can get a team to believe in what he believes. So now it's a matter of putting all the pieces together. If you're Denver, uh, you didn't do anything big at the trade deadline because you didn't have to. You believe in your squad, and that's the way they should uh, approach this. I think they're the best team in the NBA. I'm with you. They've played the best in the NBA, and with that comes an X on your back where you have to take on all comers. All right, Ian, one, one word answer here. The best team in college basketball at the moment is? Woo. I think Purdue has a chance to be the best. 
because I love their chemistry. I've seen Houston in person. I think they're really good. I think Alabama is excellent. I think Kansas is excellent. And I think the answer to your question is anybody's guess, Jeff, because no one is at that elite level this year in college basketball. He's Ian Eagle, the best in the business. You hear him on CBS, TNT, Yes Network, uh, NBA, and the NFL. Ian, pleasure as always. And once again, as always, thank you for helping in creating my career here. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you when, Jeff. I'm proud of you, buddy. (laughs) Thank you very much, Ian. Uh, We got more on the other side in the NBA. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when you sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and click on Refer a Friend to send your friend a message inviting them to register with a new account in the same state as you that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit to receive a $50 bonus, and once your friend places a bet with their bonus and a wager is settled, you receive a $50 bonus as well. So share the excitement of BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And this offer is not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Kelly, we miss out on all the fun. Yep. All the fun. More fun, gaming board. More fun needed here in Nevada. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Farris. Kelly Bidlin here as well. Well, Paul, Paul Carr in about 15 minutes. Kelly, did you uh, have you bet any soccer in the calendar year 2023? Ooh, good question. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, I know in 2022 you made bets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, World yeah, Cup. I'll fire on some soccer. Yeah, World Cup there. bets. Uh, Matt Brown's Liverpool uh, EPL <laughs> future yeah. is as bad of a bet as he's made this year. Uh, but uh, the best but, was his instant regret of it too, because he didn't realize. Oh, he said the season didn't end until June. Well, no, hey, he didn't realize how long the Premier uh, Premier League season is in general, yeah. and then didn't realize that it got extended because of the uh, bef- because of the, the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, no, he was not happy when he made it, and. Uh, Hasn't gone well. Uh, Man City finally hopping Arsenal over uh, last week, or excuse me, hopped Arsenal for a day, and now again behind uh, Arsenal with a game in hand, two games in or two points, I should say, in front of Man City with uh, Man United actually on their heels. Kind of crazy enough, only five points behind Arsenal right now, and that is uh, that is your uh, EPL update of the day until Paul Car- Paul Carr joins us in a few minutes. All right, Kelly. First off. There's no one better than Ian Eagle. So big thanks to Ian Eagle joining yeah. us last segment. That's great. Uh, Kelly did not realize that Ian actually knew me when I was uh, when I was still of teenage uh, teenage age. Yeah, I didn't know you guys were BFFs. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> uh, let's go to the NBA here. Let's go to the six man award uh, sh- uh, shopping price. We're gonna shop around here because Kelly loves shopping. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, man. What yeah, you got to well, do. We saw, we saw this Russell Westbrook news yesterday, and you might remember that just a couple weeks ago, Russell Westbrook was the favorite in the six-man-of-the-year market. So um, those odds have shifted. We've got uh, a few books listed here, so you can see 
kind of how the, the odds are right now. Malcolm Brogdon's still the favorite. He's been the favorite now for, geez, I don't know, a week, week and a half, something like that. Uh, minus 165 at MGM. Uh, and then it's Norman Powell, plus 350 at MGM. Tyrese Maxey, plus 350 at MGM. And Russell Westbrook, 9-1. to one. So anybody who's got bets in this market or is looking to bet this market is probably rightfully so asking questions about how does this all work with the Clippers and Russell Westbrook and Norman Powell. Um, I don't really know that I have an answer for you yet, Jeff, except there are reports that Russ might be starting for this team. What? Yes. Yes, that's a thing. What? That's a thing. (laughs) Is that Russ might get the start for this team. Um, Okay, regardless of that, whether that happens or Russ comes off the bench, he's still coming off the I think he's still going to be coming off the bench after Norman Powell. Um, I have a Norman Powell ticket. I might be just talking myself into this here a little bit, but I, I still think Norman Powell, if you're on him, it's still very live in this market. Uh, he's a great two-way player. Stats on the season, he's at 17 points per game. Um, you know, does a lot of <laughs> about two assists, three rebounds, but 41%. Uh, over 41% from three. He's having a great year. I still think he's very live in this market. Malcolm Brogdon, look, he's had a great year. We know how important he is to the Celtics. 14.7 points per game, 3.7 assists, 4.2 rebounds, an incredible 45.5% from three. I think that he's the rightful favorite. I'm just not sure he should be this much, Jeff. Now, the one name to look out for is Tyrese Maxey. Plus 350, his odds keep shortening and shortening and shortening. He is on the season, 19.8 points per game. So the highest point per game uh, count from any of these four guys. Uh, And then 3.5 assists, 2.8 rebounds, 39.4% from three. The one thing to address with him is as of right now, he has started more games than he has come off the bench. The only qualification you need to have to win the six man of the year award is that you come off the bench in more games that you start. However, Tyrese Maxey has been coming off the bench more recently as the Anthony Melton has been inserted into the starting lineup for the 76ers. So, Maxey, to me, probably is the bet right now, Jeff, but you're definitely gambling a bit because right now he does not qualify for this award. And with only, like, 23 games remaining, you're kind of gambling that the Sixers are not going to change up that starting lineup at all. Um, but man, I could see him winning. I could see him winning this award at four to one. I don't know. It's in, it, 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 it four to one. I don't know that I'm running to bet it. Unfortunately, he was a little bit longer just a, just a couple days ago. Um, but yeah, man, it's six man of the year race. This is getting interesting here down the stretch. You know, Kelly, I'll say this. I don't have anything that I'm not, I'm not going to bet this market. And of course it's not available to us here <laughs> as we know, yeah, but Oh, oh! Actually, you are yeah, you got right. A couple shops. Here, got two shops, actually. Yeah. I, I think I, I know. I know where they are. I know where they are. The one to keep in mind with anybody out there that's looking at Jordan Poole stuff is he's likely he's not going to be qualified for this award. He's going to start too many games. He's going to start too many games. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing as I brought up with Maxi. Um, with Steph Curry out, Jordan Poole's in the in the starting lineup. He's going to end up starting too many games. So I, that's the one. I didn't even want to include him because I'm sure people will go to sports books if they're wondering about this market and they see a 70 to one tag next to Jordan Poole. They're like, whoa, he's having a good year. Why not him? He comes off the bench. Yeah, when Steph is in there, but he's not in there right now. So I, he's not going to end up being qualified. I would not even take a sprinkle of the 70 to one. I, I, I just, it's a hard market. I, I know you, I know JVT brought this up to me last week that you and him were talking about Norman Powell being yeah. should, should be the favorite. 
over Malcolm Brockton. Again, you got a little bit of the question marks now with Russ. And really, the, the Clippers might start Russell Westbrook. Seriously, yeah. Kelly? Yeah. What? I don't know. Those, those are the reports. Well, again, this whole thing with Westbrook and the Clippers has been illogical. Yeah. Where, again, we, we talked about it. We talked about it at length yesterday when it, when it came down. Where you trade John Wall. You trade Reggie Jackson. And then you replace them with Russ. Where... It, it's just illogical where the other two dudes were. Look, Wall is the same player as Russ at this point. There's no, you Pretty went much. through, you went through the numbers. Wall's went numbers the, went are, the numbers. Wall's numbers are slightly better than John, Russ. All, the only difference is Russ just gets more minutes. That, that, right. that's, so Russ the, is more usage. All the accounting yes. stats are going to be more for Russ because he gets more minutes. But all the usage rate and what their turnover percentage and all that kind of stuff, they're exactly the same. We went over it yesterday, like yeah. you said. Same numbers. Um, I, I look. The Clippers have 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 just they've basically shifted the entire backcourt, right? Because it's Reggie Jackson, um, it's Luke Kennard. We can't forget about him. And you bring in Eric Gordon, Bones Highland, Russell yeah, Westbrook. Sure. Now you're basically just reshifted this entire backcourt, which I don't necessarily have a problem with, Jeff, because the, whoever's in that backcourt, they have they still have the same goal. It's to get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to be as good as possible. Correct. So clearly, someone on that coaching staff in that front office thought that the backcourt that they had assembled was not good enough to get these guys over over the hump. So I don't really mind make, them making the changes. Eric Gordon's a more, di- uh, more diverse player from what he can do offensively and defensively than what they had in that backcourt. Bones Highland, I think, is a very, very skilled offensive player that they're bringing in there. Um, I question a little bit you 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 losing Luke Kennard. He's the biggest piece of scary, the top three point shooter in in the NBA. Um, that one's a little nerve wracking. And, and look, Westbrook, what it's going to come down to, I really believe this. Westbrook's going to either probably going to make or break this team. I, I mean, I I I think. Yeah, what, I, I can't argue that. I think what their plan is is that what they're they're going to use him heavily for the rest of the regular season for these games that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George sit out. Um, but I don't. I think once they get in the playoffs, he probably doesn't even crack the rotation. I just think you got, you got other guys that are going to be more effective in there between Terrence Mann and all the other guys we just named. It's it going to be interesting to watch. It is just going to be fascinating. Again, I'm lower on the Clippers than a lot of than than some are. I know JVT is higher than anyone on them. I, look, I think they have. I think they have probably the most outside of the Phoenix Suns. No, I'll include the Phoenix Suns. The Clippers have the highest ceiling in the Western Conference. We just haven't seen it. We haven't seen them put it together consistently, partially because these guys don't play. Wouldn't it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it technically be a tie for the highest ceiling because their ceilings are both winning the NBA championship? Same deal with, the, I think, the Nuggets. Again, yeah. I, when I said the I in last segment, I, I truly believe. I, I think the Nuggets have been the best team in the NBA this year. And... They real look. There is a real been chance. A great regular season team. They get they, they, they get smoked by the Bucks or the Celtics. <laughs> I don't know if they get smoked by Boston, Milwaukee. You know what? They might get smoked by Boston because that's a weird matchup yeah, for them. And Milwaukee, is. look, I think Milwaukee's going to win the NBA title. Jokic soon. would have a huge series. Assuming Giannis is healthy, I still think Milwaukee wins the title. Me too. So we'll see. Again, the one good thing for Denver, they've never been to the finals, Kelly. If you get to the finals. And if you, in order to get to the finals, the best thing that could happen for them is the Clippers and the Suns play each other round one, and the winner of that series plays you in round two. Which right now, that would be the matchup. Hey, Paul Carr is going to talk some soccer with us next.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.